Yo, 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 what it is? Alpha Album Nerds dude number one here with you. <laughs> As always, with my little psychic, my little buddy over here. Little dude. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Boy, what what's with this? Uh, there's <laughs> Something's going on in, in Andy's life, folks. I'm a little worried about him. He's been very confrontational with me lately. This is dude... <laughs> Uh, clearly through the tone of my silky voice, I am in, indeed alpha here. Mm. Um, so, Andy, yeah, <laughs> why don't you tell the people what we're here for other than to uh, <laughs> measure ding-dongs? <laughs> oh, we can do that after the show, buddy. But uh, yeah, we are here, as usual, to uh, hand out some, some album recommendations. We pick out a half dozen every two weeks for... Your listening consideration. Um, we have four new release recommendations, plus what we call the old dogs. Picks from our collections from back in the day that we think are worth just enough and give it another spin. So yeah, what, yes. uh, what kind of music are we going to hear on the show today, man? So in our six picks, we're covering hard rock, country, psychedelic rock, some drum and bass. That's one thing, folks. And some alternative. Whoa. A virtual cornucopia of genres there, you could say. Fill your yeah. table. Uh, yeah, it's a little... There's a. It's a, like three-colored rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Three colors? Yeah, just they're just the simple ones. Blue, the red, green. Green, you know? yeah. Well, that's enough for us. We're, we're simple guys here. True. On the Elden Ritz podcast. All right. Oh, before we, before we jump in and play these songs, let me just mention that we do publish a playlist on Spotify for each episode. It's episode 98. You can listen along to the tracks we're going to play there and then very easily click through and listen to the full records. That's really our goal here. Get you to dive into these records. We think they're worth listening to. We're excited yes. about them. We're passionate. And I'm sure hear that with you. Let us jump in and play our first record. All right, our first pick on the show today is coming from a band by the name of Whitechapel. They are a hard rock outfit from Tennessee, I believe. Their name of the record is The Valley. This came out in March of 2019. The track we're going to play is Third Depth. So this is a pretty interesting record. Um, they've been a hardcore band, put out records, kind of what we heard there with a similar Cookie Monster style vocals there uh, for quite a while now. Um, but as of late, they've been shifting kind of this in-between space where they have a mix of clean vocals, still a very aggressive music style, but then um, this clean singing style, which I think is kind of a nice compliment and it really made this record stand out to me. What do you think about what do you think about that kind of mix of styles there, man? Does it work for you, or is it kind of cliche yeah, I mean, at this I, point? I, prefer, I obviously prefer the clean. You know, I'm not a fan of the growly sort of thing. It's a, it's a matter of taste, really. Yeah, you know, it, that takes me out of the song, right? As opposed to drawing me in, and that's just 
I got totally you. a taste thing. I got you. All right. Well, let me give you a little background on this record, and maybe you'll appreciate it a little bit more. I do. Tell the folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a very personal record for the lead singer there that we're talking about. His name is uh, Phil Bosman, or Bruceman, I believe. It's based on three events, kind of from his childhood. Apparently, both of his parents died when he was fairly young. And there was a little bit of controversy around his mother's death in particular. Um, some of the lyrics on this record are actually taken from her journal. She was, um, it's like she had some mental issues she was dealing with, um, and they led to a lot of the issues in the family. They deal with a lot of that on this record. There's a lot of aggression and just angst around how he was raised. Really laid that all out. Pretty clearly, I would say, as you kind of work your way through the record here. Um, but there are a couple of tracks that um, are a little bit more somber. And hey, you have the clean singing vocal. There's a track in the middle of the record called uh, Hickory Creek, which is just completely clean singing, which I think actually mm-hmm. works pretty well. I don't know. I think it's a nice mix between those two. Uh, this kind of reminds me of what I would have loved to have heard from a Slipknot record that was earlier this year. I think this is a much better version of... Kind of a little bit more accessible, hard rock sound. What did you think of the record Fair. in general, man? Uh, yeah, it was it was all right. There's definitely, and you know, I say this a lot about your picks. There's a quality to it. It's clearly a good record. It's carefully put together and performed. So, uh, for fans of the genre, it's absolutely. Uh, and, and like you said, the the Slipknot part, I kind of heard that too, where it was. It's got that. It's got a perfect circle. It's got a little bit of, you know, that sort of slinky sound to it, too. It's not just heavy. Yeah, it's not so. just blast beats all the way through. There's a little bit of a mixture here. Yeah, if you're a fan of, of uh, Perfect Circle or or harder bands as well, I think this is a really cool record to check out. Once again, the artist is Whitechapel. The album is The Valley. Uh, give it a listen. All right, folks. Dude's taking you back to the country again. Just like last time on the show, if you didn't hear it, go check it out. Cody Jinks is back. He put out two albums back-to-back, week-to-week. This is Cody Jinks. The album is The Wanting. The track is Which One I Feed. All right, that was Cody Jenks with Which One I Feed from The Wanting, which just came out in October of 2019, second in a series of two albums that were unrelated other than the artist. Uh, Cody Jenks is an American country music singer and songwriter from Haltom City, Texas. And uh, the theme of this album, The Wanting, is his personal struggles with his inner demons and the rigors of fame and stardom and the balance between being an independent country artist and being a celebrity. And you can hear it. I mean, there's honesty, there's clarity. Uh, This is different from the last album we talked about, After the Fire, and it doesn't just deal with it, it. After the Fire is more about his family, and this is more about his struggles, his personal struggles. Which one I feed, and I'm going to reference this as I did before, 
on Cody Jinks' website, you can look at every album, every track, every lyric, every story, who, you know, who wrote it. And uh, I highly recommend you go to CodyJinks.net to do so, to truly experience these albums. But the, uh, the song, Which One I Feed, if you look on the website, there's a story about it. And it's an old Native American parable about an old man talking to his grandson. And uh, there's a war being waged inside all of us between two wolves. One wolf is anger, jealousy, hatred, gluttony, lust. And the other wolf is peace, forgiveness, empathy, trust. And happiness and all of that. So the two wolves are locked in constant battle, each wanting to control your soul. And so you live and you die. Your entire existence, your soul can be saved by which wolf in you you feed. Andy, what do you think, man? Yeah, well, I think you hit the nail on the head there, man. That that song really nicely sums up kind of the theme of this record. There's that sort of duality of Cody's in particular. I think there's also the other side to it where he's talking about you know, you see this side of me on the stage and you think I'm like this cool person that, you know, is just making all these great moves all the time. But in reality, he's kind of like a mess and he's drinking and just always thinking about is how to get his next drink. And his life is kind of not falling apart, but it's kind of, you know, in shambles here. And I think it's cool to kind of see both sides of that. And he's just, you know, very forthright in these lyrics here. And I, I think it's pretty compelling to listen to. Um, it's nice that it really stays on point too, all the way through the record. Like even the last song, like the Raven and the Dove, kind of back to that same oh, theme that's again. That's a great and song. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed this record. Um, I might even say it's a little bit better than the one we than, than uh, after the fire that we listened to I, last week. I, I, it, right now, I do prefer this. I think they're both great, but yes, this is my favorite of the two as well. Check out. Cody Jinks in general. Check out these new albums, but uh, The Wanting is really cool. Straightforward country, not a lot of flash, not a lot of fiddle, not a lot of crazy, you know, yeehaw stuff, but stripped down and awesome and highly enjoyable. And he adds to it by being a good artist and providing a lot of good information for his fans and listeners. So go check out the website as well. Oh. Yes. I liked it. I like that. <laughs> oh, we didn't, we didn't catch that. <laughs> good glitch. No, I, I would recommend the record too. I think it's a good, it's a good pick for sure. Um, all right, for my second pick here, we're gonna do something totally different. Get a little bit more dancey, a little more uh, psyche in the sound here. We're talking about an artist by the name of Moon Duo, and the record from the end of September. Uh, Stars are the light. We are gonna play the, the title cut. Stars are the light. And that was Moondo from the record Stars of the Light. Uh, so they are a two-piece from San Francisco. This is their eighth studio record or thereabouts. 
Uh, primarily known for like their spuzzy, fuzzy uh, space rock sound. Usually a lot more guitar heavy than what we heard right there. Um, but this record here is I'm going into a much more like hazy, washed out, I think like synth type sound here. The production style matches nicely and is very rich and layered. I would even say sparkly at times. The guitars are still there, but they're definitely pushed back pretty far in the mix as are the vocals. Uh, you get a lot more emphasis on sort of the uh, the rhythm and the uh, the keyboards. It makes for a really good like sort of like background, just like chill, chill wave type music. I think that's uh, a really good use for this. What did you think, man? I thought it was like, yeah, I mean, what you said pretty much sums it up, but it felt kind of like if disco music got sleepy. Yeah, it's sleepy. Wanted to take it, you know? It's like sleepy disco. Yeah. It's kind of got a it's got a groove to it, but at the same time it's kind of like, uh, you know, you've been dancing all night exactly. at the discotheque. Yeah, you come home. You're, you're this is the after party your shit. Bed, still swaying your arms around. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the come down music for sure. Uh, but I think it did a really nice job. It's it's consistent all the way through. The production style is like I said immaculate. It sounds really good on on speakers as well as headphones. So yeah, I, you know, maybe this isn't a groundbreaking record, but I think in this sort of psych rock, like shoegaze space, I think it's a, a really nice entry. Shoegaze. I've always wondered about that. Is that because it makes people look down at their feet while they're listening to it? I think so. I think it's kind of like that melancholy, like sort of like okay. shuffling around sort of vibe. Okay, just I checking. Guess. I was a little, I, I think that started when I was... Too old to get it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so once again, uh, album is Stars of the Light by Moon Duo. All right, folks, we're about to sell out for some corporate rock, but that's okay because sometimes it can be enjoyable when a room full of people are rocking together. We're going to do that with Alter Bridge. The new album is Walk the Sky. The track is Take the Crown. Once again, that was Alter Bridge. The album was Walk the Sky, and that song was Take the Crown. For those of you that don't know, Alter Bridge is an American rock band from Orlando, Florida, formed in 2004 from the ashes of Creed. Uh, the remaining members of Creed found a new singer, and they've had some success on uh, alter alternative rock radio and all that over the years. This is their sixth album. Miles Kennedy is the singer. We've talked about him before in his solo album, uh, Year of the Tiger. I think I, ho I hold him in very high regard as a singer and artist, Andy, as you know, and I think you enjoyed his uh, solo stuff too. I did enjoy Year of the Tiger. I'll admit that. Yeah. The dude can wail. And this band, although, you know, it is arena rock, modern day arena rock, they rock hard. They keep it right in the middle so people of all creeds <laughs> and colors can come <laughs> together and 
that's what I like about it. I mean, is it lyrically super deep? No, it's uplifting. It's songs about tri- being triumphant over anything. It doesn't get specific. I think in this case, it might be about critical uh, poo-poo-ness on them where they're saying, we'll take the crown. But I think it's just positive feeling music that people can be in a room together and rock to in a stadium and it's fun and sometimes you just need a light snack and uh that's what it's it's a sing-along it's a sing-along rock album you can't help but sing along to the songs because there's they get to the chorus and the bridge really quick and then there you are singing along so andy i know this might be a little too sweet for you but tell the folks what you thought uh i'm trying to think of them most nice way to put this. Um, I don't know. Feels like a lot of empty calories to me. Let's say. Oh, okay, okay. But you know, I I, I can work with that. That's. Uh, I mean, it might be a very nice way considered to food, but uh, it's not, it's not filling me up, man. I don't know. Not, uh, so you're saying it's Taco Bell? It's yes, it's Taco. If you're in a pinch, I guess this will do. <laughs> I get it, man. Uh, never been a fan of Creed. I've occasionally been a fan of Alter Bridge, liked a bunch of their songs over the years. But this album, to me, is their best. I think it's important that people know they're still around, they're still making good music, and if you want to have fun, go check it out. It's not going to change your life, but it'll keep you rocking and maybe give you a fourth meal. Remember those commercials? Talk about Anyway. Go check out Walk the Sky. Uh, all right, man. Let's uh, let's open up the back door. Inviting our our friends here. Get some licks and some some pets going on. Old dogs. All right, that's right. It's time for our old dog segment here. We look back on some of our favorite records from our collection that we think are still worth listening to. I'm gonna play something totally different than we usually play on the show here from 1997. We're talking about the artist. Ronnie Size, Represent Collective. The album we're talking about is New Forms. We're going to play a cut from the middle of the first record. This is Share the Fall. So if you were at all in the dance music in the 90s, I'm sure you are familiar with Ronnie Size and probably this record, maybe the track Brown Paper Bag was was pretty big even on the radio back then. Um, but if you weren't, well, this, this record is kind of like a landmark in that genre. So drum bass really came about um, from jungle music, which was kind of popular in the mid 90s. And this record here really solidified it as being um, kind of like a something to stick around in the UK music scene for the next few years. Didn't do as well in the US, for sure. In the underground, this certainly had, a, had its place for quite a while. What's unique about it is uh, Ronnie Sized used a lot of live instrumentation, including upright bass and drums throughout this record. And he weaves in some elements of a lot of different genres, um, jazz, soul, funk, and house music primarily. Really interesting song structures here. Some of these tracks 
go on for a very long time at times. It seems yes, impossibly long. The record itself is almost two and a half hours long. Yes, it is. <laughs> Which can seem like forever if you're not a big fan of the genre, but I... I know we were talking before the show, like maybe an album isn't the best format for this kind of music. You know, you really want to hear it in the club so you can kind of appreciate everything else that's going on around and kind of get in the zone for a couple hours. That being said, though, this record is just like a huge testament to what drum and bass can be and why it's it's interesting and, and what what made this time in music so special, at least to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll just throw in my two cents here. It's drum and bass. Yep. Played a lot. Drums and bass. <laughs> There's a lot more going on here. Then. It's very rhythmic. I mean, it, it's completely like the tempo can drive the way your body moves while it's on. It's like you've had five Red Bulls. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I have not listened to anything more than clips of this kind of music before. So. Mm-hmm. For it, me to listen to it all the way through twice. Whoa, that's like almost five hours of your life, buddy. I know. Well, the first time I felt like I'm like, did was that did I li- was that one song? What was happening? <laughs> so then I tried to pay more attention the second time and yeah. failed again. Yeah, it's it. It was just the background music of my workday. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep you moving, keep you focused. Um, yes, he does a good job of of bringing a lot of different artists and so this whole kind of collective that supports him here contributes a lot throughout the record and there's, there's a good variety of vocalists and um, kind of guest instrumentation throughout that keeps things a little bit fresh uh, as you go through the full record so if you have not heard New Forms by Ronnie Size even if you're not a fan of the genres I think it's a kind of a cool piece of musical history and still sounds good today so I would recommend checking it out Alright, back to Earth For my pick, Unified Theory is the band. The album is also Unified Theory, and the song is Cessna. All right, that was Unified Theory from the self-titled album. Uh, The song was Cessna. Unified Theory, I guess, were Luma originally, American rock band from Seattle, Washington, formed in 1998. This was their debut album. It was released in 2000. So they were on a major label. I remember the day this came out, I was working at that record store that I mention way too often. (laughs) And... uh, it came in in our shipment, one copy. I bought it. It yeah. never got replenished <laughs> by the company, which <laughs> told me at the time fan. things were not going well for Unified Theory. So that song, Cessna, it's kind of, it feels like it's about flying. Isn't there an airplane called the Cessna? Possibly. And it's about defying God and nature, but there's a certain mm-hmm. euphoria captured in this song, and it's a, the opening track, and within a lot of the songs on the album, and they do a really good job, this band, 
of staying consistent with the sort of euphoric tone. It isn't quite psychedelic, but it's just light. It's like you're lighter. Andy, we'll talk about the band and their background and some of the members in a second, but what was your what were your thoughts on this? Um, you know, I, I really thought it was a pretty solid record. I was mostly surprised I had never heard of them, especially once you find out who's in the band and then that there nothing else came after this. So like I mean in, in the early two thousands this would have seemed like this would have worked pretty well. Yeah, I, I was surprised too that it didn't take off and I feel like it could almost work today. It doesn't feel yeah, it's, super it's dated, dated to me. No, I agree. The interesting part, the most interesting part, and what made me aware of these guys in the first place was there's two members of Blind Melon, the bass player and one of the guitarists, and a member of Pearl Jam. Hmm. He was a, a drummer for Pearl Jam. Also was a member of Candlebox for a short time. Hmm. I don't need to get into all the names. But the lead singer, Chris Shin, he has his own band and stuff now, but he went on to be the vocalist for Live when Ed Kowalczyk wasn't in the band anymore, so he was with them for a few years. But yeah, I mean, so there's, you can hear a little Blind Melon influence here. I mean, it's a high-pitched singer. I think this material suits that voice better than, you know, Blind Melon, their first album was a lot of fun sort of jam album. Their second one, it had some of these sounds, little Led Zeppelin, little Psychedelia, and I didn't feel like that worked really well consistently mm-hmm. for Blind Melon. Yeah. But that worked really well for these guys. I thought it's just a really cool sound, and it's a shame that it didn't uh, get more attention. I think it's well worth listening to uh, Unified Theory. So I say go check it out. I, did, I didn't expect to enjoy this because I didn't know anything about it, but I really thought it was a pretty solid record. So cool little gem there, man. I don't, can't imagine many people are aware of this, so... I may have the one of the only copies on CD <laughs> in my collection. Well, it is on Spotify, thankfully, so if you check it yes, out. Yes, that's true. Give it a listen. And I think that's... Oh, uh, boy. It's going to do it, that man. Was, that was a quick six. Quick six. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for sticking with us, folks, and uh, checking out these records on your own time. We'd love to hear what you think of them. Email us at podcast at albumnerds.com. Also, let us know what you're listening to. We'd be really curious to know. Maybe you have some lost gems out there that we could feature on the show in a future episode. Subscribe and download the show in all the usual places. If you'd like to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate that. Make us feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and remember, those playlists are available on Spotify. Word up. All right, we'll be back in the near future. We're going to uh, take a little bit of a break. Get ready for our big year-end countdown shows, which will be coming Woo. at the end of the year. We count down our top records of the year. And if we're feeling a little feisty, we might slip in uh, what we call uh, the Christmas quickie. That's right. Which is uh, it's a couple holiday picks for you there. Maybe we'll come out a little present for you before the holidays start. They're fun. If, if, if we find the time, we're, if they're fun to listen to. So be on the lookout for those. All right. So... We'll be back with more recommendations with a big old countdown and then moving into 2020 with some new music. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for listening, (laughs) y'all. Thanks, guys. See ya.